Hello. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. I have arrested control of the show from Yell and get ready for more of this hot chocolate on the Dark Matter After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, tell me it's real. This feeling that I feel for you joining us here on AfterBuzz TV for the Dark Matter After Show. This is episode 308, season three, episode eight, Hot Chocolate. I am your host, Tari J. Miller, and I'm joined by two wonderful hosts, Andrew. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Andrew Mena. You can find me on Twitter at Andrew Mena or on Instagram at the Andrew Mena. <laughs> Natalie. Hi, guys. I'm Natalie Dyer, and you can find me at, at Natalie Dyer on all social media platforms. Awesome. Once again, I'm Tari. You can find me mm-hmm. at Tari J, T A R I J A Y. While you're here, don't forget to hit that thumbs, thumbs up, up button if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe so you can get this show every week in yo inbox. Same time, same channel. Heck yeah. yeah. So, what did you guys think about the episode overall? I'm gonna gush, so I let you go first. Okay. I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was a, there was a point where I was like, "This is a little slow," but mainly just because I kind of saw a lot of what was coming along. I think. Okay. Um, but and I, I was just thinking it was slower than a couple of other episodes that we've had. Interesting. I still liked it a lot. Right. It just was one of those where I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> it was also a lot of thinking of <sighs> what's gonna happen now, like who's doing what. Right. So, I mean, yes, there it was, was a lot a of lot time of... to think. Uh huh. Which, that's just too much time to thank you guys. Yeah, everyone knows Natalie hates thinking. Yeah, she is not thinking. a think oriented person. <laughs> it's true. She's a doer. She's a beer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what about you, Andrew? <laughs> I loved this episode. I can't say enough. I think this was the best episode to date. I'm saying it now. Uh, that fight sequences, like that fight sequences, that fight sequence between Rio and 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 two was probably like the best choreographed and the most exciting and rad fight sequence we've gotten out of the show. It was so good. I have so many thoughts about this episode and how lovely and wonderful it was, how much world building we did in this episode Uh and how many uh, like kind of nooks and crannies we filled out of questions we kind of answered. Like I I, I really liked this. (laughs) I can't say enough. That's awesome. Uh, And so I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to disperse it by talking about colony negotiations. Do it. (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm going to. Can we get back? With our three colony negotiators. We're definitely going to get to the fight. I'm I'm, I'm saving it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like goopy, sweet deliciousness Mm -hmm. that I'm saving for like later in the show. We also, stay tuned. We have a special video from the cast and crew of, or mostly the cast of Dark Matter, yeah. so stay tuned, and yeah. we will be showing that to you later. Um, but first, colony negotiation—the <laughs> thing we all wait for for so long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it goes to the world building that you were talking about. We got Definitely. a really yes. uh, like we start with the scene of these people from different co- indiv- independent colonies arguing about whether they should wh- whether they should uh, join together, mm-hmm. talking about trade routes, talking about like how. Uh, they should align themselves in this war. How they can survive in this crazy galactic war where they're essentially like the smallest fish in the ocean. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Six is the one trying to mitigate between all of them. Yes. Right. Yeah. So um, I I really, what I really enjoyed about this whole thing is you get the struggle that Six has been going through the last, what, I assume it's been a few months since he left the team and then came back. 
So over that time, like, we had just assumed that everything was going great, things were super easy, but it, it turns out that it's been this for months. Right. Yeah. You know? Which is just terrible. It's, yeah. It's hard work. Nobody wants that. Uh, let's talk about the three colony people really quick, because I, I this is another there's, example. Well, there's four Oops. to start. <laughs> I was going to say, was there's like, three that we remember. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. Let's talk about the four colony okay. people and how much we cared about them, because even though uh, I, I wrote down uh, Long Hair Got Knifed, Yes. So long hair got knifed. <laughs> Sorry, long hair. I, I liked you, but I didn't like you as much as I like bald guy. Bald guy was the best. He was stabbed. Like long hair was stabbed in the. He was back. stabbed was in the quite back of the head. Literally, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Yes. backstabbing. He literally, he literally got backstabbed. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A lot of symbolism. There. See that, you guys? So there's a lot much. of symbol. I actually, there. I think there is some symbol. There's a lot of symbolism. I feel like in this episode. So we'll talk about more of that in a minute. <laughs> okay. But uh, or maybe we, maybe we won't. Maybe I'm <laughs> misquoting my notes. <laughs> Um, uh, I was yeah. too excited. Maybe I can't read. So, I mean, they plant this mystery at the beginning of the episode where uh, Longhair, his name was Rin. Yes. Um, Rin was one of the two uh, people named in this episode in terms of the colonists. Did Bald so, Guy name? Bald Guy did not have okay, a name. thank goodness. I would have been um, so mad at but myself. But the, the redheaded lady, her name was Quill. Was so she from Quill the... and Rin. Yeah. Oh, no, I, about, I no. think she's the one that killed the guy. Um, okay, the... So, so you think that she killed... Rin. It's an interesting point because we mm-hmm. assume because of the reveal that it's the android. Right. right. And by we, I, mean I did. Me. Yeah, I assume that <laughs> immediately. But, but it's like, especially considering their ultimate decision about everything, like, it easily could have been any of them. Right. Like, great point. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Opening doors. Yes. Mental so, doors. Um, their decision basically is prompted by Rio's offer. Mm-hmm. Um, he He essentially, which I feel like. Despite what we know about Rio um, and, like, our history with him, I feel like it, on the surface, seems like a pretty good deal. He's basically like, if I'll give you, I'll use my clout to get you into the League of Autonomous Worlds, and all Mm -hmm. you gotta do is pledge allegiance to the Ishida army, and, you know, uh, if I need you, just, like, do some stuff. Just answer the call. Right. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though, like... It's a dangerous situation because we don't know them. Because they are not, like, I'm not going to say not important characters, but they're not characters from the main cast. And they're not characters who are ever going to know Rio, really. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're put in a really hard situation, which is, like, live or, like, live and take the steal or die and, like, probably, or well, just die. Just yeah. straight up die. So I feel like it, I feel like it's a really, I'm frustrated by it because I really enjoyed the scene. I thought that Rio did a really great job of being snaky in a way that I felt like was really powerful. Yeah. Um, and I thought that they all did a good job of being like, well, is this our only option? And, and even Six did a great job of being like, I know this guy. You guys should not listen. Right. Um, and, and like, that's the frustrating thing is they put all of those wonderful ingredients together and they still make that wrong choice. Or at least I feel the wrong choice, you know? Okay. Right. So it's well, just, ah, oh, gosh, it's so good. Well, I don't understand why they weren't banding together in the first place. They just didn't want to provoke like a larger army. Is well, that why they weren't? They were like, I think that's or was part there of it. smaller, minor um, arguments like, "Oh, well, no, I want the water or whatever." You know. Like, so the the main thing that they were arguing about is essentially uh, there were there were a few factors. One, each of them viewed their resources as more important as the others, of course. and so they felt like they were losing if they were to work with these other colonies. Hey guys, Moreover, yes. We yes. learn in kindergarten. 
But sharing is, is caring. caring. Guys, we didn't <laughs> learn that in kindergarten. Great question. We learned it from a, a spearmint commercial. But here's the question. Oh, is, there ki- <laughs> yes. is there kindergarten, though? Or is there even spearmint in this universe? That's we true. don't know. Maybe, Maybe. Maybe they never, never had, had that sharing. commercial. That's true. Yeah. They're so far in the future. It's yeah. lost to the wind. Spearmint is Free internet gone. commercials. <laughs> They've never heard of double mint. Yes. Don't even talk to them about juicy fruit. <laughs> they don't have gum in the future. What you nope. got? Um, so Malozzi <laughs> is definitely in the chat. Uh-huh. Talking up a storm. Um, he says this recent episode kicks off our best run this series. Yes. Um, he, I have some have some comments for the fight scene later. He okay. said yes. We have to bring back Ash because guys, <laughs> yeah. we had an Ash. I had, know. Know. I had an Ash so reference. Yeah. It was pretty. I was dope. real happy about that. Um, and. There's yeah, so we've got a lot of a lot of other stuff happening too. <laughs> okay. A lot of other stuff. Um, well, let's get just to that to stuff. Say, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, just just to round this out, their their main issues were essentially that it they felt like they were losing something and working together, right. and also they felt like they may have been able to get a better deal if they were to try to align themselves with one of the corporations like mm. Ferris. So Rin specifically felt like he wanted to realign himself with Ferris since his his colony was originally a Ferris colony mm-hmm. uh, which is probably why he was murdered. I got the sense that there was also a sense, well there was also this kind of uh, weird underlying thing that I thought you kind of touched upon where it's like they're, they're scared to join together because it also makes them a, like a target for, for everyone else because it's like hey look we're going to do a thing too. It's like oh no you're not. Right. We worked a long time to become crazy co- cool corporations with all this money and power. We're going to destroy you yeah. really easily. Yeah I thought he was I mean the thing is, though, once you power together or like band together and become a power, then you're an actual player. At the moment, you're just a pawn. Right. And so that's what really frustrated me when he was like, "Well, they need us," and she, and two was like, "No, yeah, no, they don't." He's like, "Well, who's going to ma- mine these things?" She's like, "Well, whoever they hire after they kill you." Yeah, you that know? was a baller. That was quote a, where yes. she's like, "Life's cheap." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Terranium is is the stocks are going up. Uh, yeah. Two hundred percent. Up or something like that. Yeah. So. Resources are are worth something. Your life is nothing. There, there was a, that was a great moment between two and that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked two throughout this episode, mm-hmm. kind of being the voice of reason. So like she's very much like the pragmatist of all of the people. Like six, uh, there's that moment she has with him where he's like, "We got to figure out who who murdered these people," and she's like, "You're not a cop, bro. Like it's better to not have a murderer on this on the ship." than to let, leave them here and try to ha- hash this out. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a really good moment with her as well. I totally agree. I think she's making these really awesome, hard decisions, but also keeping that like sense of heart that we've yeah. kind, of, kind, of, kind of come to expect of her, which is great. Like, it, like that line especially is just this vindication of her just being in charge. Yeah, like she completely. said some great, Two boss. Yeah. Some great one-liners. Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, oh, hitting home right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Aww. Speaking of hitting home. Yeah. Uh, Go on. Everyone listening at home, <laughs> we'd like to thank mm-hmm. you for tuning in every week. We really appreciate it. Uh, and the way that we like to have you guys show your appreciation for what we do is to go onto iTunes and uh, essentially, when you're on iTunes, hit the, give us a review. Leave us a comment. It helps boost us to the top of the ratings and lets other people who are big Dark Matter fans find the show and also build this community around the show. Uh, we're, we're still waiting to hear if it's renewed, and people like you are what will help it 
get another season. So make sure that you are supporting the show and make sure that you're, you're supporting shows like this, which also build awareness of Dark Matter itself. Uh, and you can do that by leaving us five stars if you like us, four stars if you don't. The other stars, they, they do, do not, not work. work. Yes. Uh, so please do that. That really helps us. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that thumbs up and subscribe so that we can get those numbers and people on YouTube will also go, Dark Matters Awesome! Yeah. And we appreciate it. And it also helps us get wonderful, wonderful sponsors. Oh, man. Uh, like Our the one that sponsors. we have today. Yes, let's talk about that sponsor. Today we're sponsored by A&E. Let's talk about A&E. It stands for something. Uh, if you know, maybe you should tweet it at us. But I don't. Um, so that's there. Uh, but let's talk about real good stuff. A&E, uh, Leah Ramiti, uh, Scientology and the Aftermath. Now, this is a, uh, a Emmy-nominated, groundbreaking docuseries featuring Leah Ramini, who you may remember from The King of Queens, delightful actress. Uh, and this is a true story. Docuseries means true. Uh, it's Latin. Ten all-new episodes. Leah Ramini, Scientology and the Aftermath, follows her along with a high-level former Scientology executive and church members as they delve deep into these shocking stories of abuse and heartbreak and harassment experienced by those who've left the church and spoken publicly about their experiences. Uh, This season, she continues her quest to voice the criticism of the Church of Scientology, which is she's very brave for doing. Uh, I'm not being facetious, even though that's just how I sound. Uh, the series also explores the accounts of former members whose lives have been sim- have been significantly impacted by the church's practices. So, Ramini is helping people take action. This is an action series, an action docu-series. Uh, quote me on that. Uh, Lee Ramini, Scientology in the Aftermath, online, on demand, and on the A&E app. Uh, check it out. She's the face of this movement. It's going to be good stuff, you guys. Uh, one flight, this is uh, airing uh, the 26th of this month. Uh, to well, to the nine. <laughs> September twelfth. September twelfth. Yep. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm not great at dates, y'all, because I'm from the future. It's uh, true. But do check this out. A and E. Leah Ramini. Scientology in the aftermath. You're gonna learn something. We're gonna learn something, and it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's a very interesting story. I've I've Have heard her talk about it. it. Uh, I've heard her talk about it on NPR, like when she was first getting all the stories together and things like that. It's very fascinating. It's very engaging. Um, so I highly encourage you guys to check it out. Um, I, yeah, I watched part of the first season, um, when I was home with my mom and it is, it's disturbing. It's like really good, but at the same time you're sitting there going, how are we letting this happen? So, right. Two, um, Ken from Chicago, thank oh. you for arts and entertainment is A&E. Oh, arts and entertainment. Ah, there you go. Thank um, you, Ken. And yes, we do want another season of Dark Matter. Oh, duh. As Joseph Mosley said, we were all pretty disappointed when the show wasn't renewed at SDCC. So yeah. you guys know what to do. So, Hashtag renew Dark Matter. Tweet it. Tweet yes. it now. Tweet it a lot. Retweet it. Tell your friends to tweet Tell it. Tell your friends to tweet uh-huh. it. Make dummy accounts. Follow Natalie so she'll do that Instagram <laughs> thing. And then tweet it. Oh, if no. you don't remember, this is my perfect time to mention. <laughs> She's like 11 followers away from showing you her meandies on Instagram. So... <laughs> Ooh, but more importantly, renew dark matter. Renew dark matter. Tweet that yes. first, and then this can be for after. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, <laughs> that's uh, uh, that sounded awful. That that's not what I meant. So yes, speaking of dark matter. <laughs> yes. Um, we, I want to get to the real crux. The real the meat. Core, yes. mm, the core. The meat. The delicious The gooey, meat. gooey, sweet, delicious meal Ooh. that was 
this episode. It's so good. Um, I feel like there was a lot of emotional stakes, a lot of really great sequences. Yes. yes. Um, and I really want to start with the android stuff. Mm. Um, okay. We didn't get an in-episode name for the guy who took over Android's body. No. But Long Internet says Corvik. 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 I like it. Yeah. The internet says that like IMDb. Yeah. Internet. Oh, like okay. IMDb. I was <laughs> <laughs> just gonna call him Scraggly Hair, but uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, you okay. call him whatever you want. Scraggles and yeah. No, I like Corvik. Scrangroy. Scrangroy. Corvik. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I, I like Corvik. Corvik is a is a is a perfect name for this guy. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, Zoe's performance in this episode because it was very subtle. Yes. Um, it was all just like different looks. The way that she walked was more masculine. Mm-hmm. The way that she talked was very like she put some gr- like gravity on absolutely. Your voice. Um, yeah. I thought that, that was really fry. well done. Oh yeah, mm, that vocal mm. fry. Listen, yeah. Zoe Palmer is an amazing actress, yes. and I'm so glad she's on this show and has like the room to stretch her legs and her acting abilities mm-hmm. because I, it is every episode is just kind of mind blowing. No, I, I completely agree. I think that we probably don't say it loud enough on the show, but Zoe Palmer like is the queen of this show. She like, <laughs> just, just has the most bit, opportunity yeah. to do the most stuff. I, it's great that we have the opportunity for everyone to play a different version of themselves, i.e. the uh, you know other universe. Yeah. But like she is literally almost every episode playing a different version of herself, and mm-hmm. it is delightful. Like it is such intricate, specific work. Oh yeah. Like yes, and I I, I love it. Kathy love is it. agreeing with all of our great. Kathy, you're our good people. Great. Points, basically. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I especially like it because in the first season, like her, her personality, she had to just play an Android, which in and of itself, very difficult. Yes. And now she she gets to like layer on so many different aspects of it. So she's like playing an Android and then she's also playing someone who is pretending to be an Android, who is also an assassin or she's. An android, pretending to be a person, pretending to be an android. Uh, yeah. Like, it's so many different layers and levels to what she's doing, and I just appreciate it so much. Um, and I felt like oh. this whole thing with the android being taken over, um, it, like, they set it up a few episodes ago with Rio coming up to Corvic and being like, yo, son, you gonna help me take over this ship. And then we get the next episode where the android comes and points a gun at, at three, and now we have... This moment where it's full control, takes over the ship, brings in Rio's crew, and is essentially a, a force to be reckoned with. Yes. At what point did you guys know she was hacked? Like, I mean, we all kind of saw it from the beginning of like, of like the the trailer from last yeah. week. But at the same time, what point in this this episode did you go? Android's hacked. <laughs> uh, I knew it from the beginning. Oh when, yeah. When she was talking to Five, especially when she had that like turned head look on her face. Which, yeah. like, from 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 my voiceover training... Oh, go on. Uh, they teach you that if you want to appear creepy, the a, a good way to get into it is to turn your head slightly because it is unnerving and brings a, that piece out of you. It's got mm. that bird so, feel that, like... Yeah, birds are weird. That's true. Yeah. Birds are naturally If you want to be a creep, yeah. be a bird. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, it's, I... Oh, I was just going to say, it took me a, 
a hot second. Did um, it? Yeah, because at first I was just like, oh, there's something wrong with the android that she's not remembering her little like hair date with five. Like, oh, it's just it's it's like not it's not important, or it's like it's a different thing. She's worried about, or maybe Sarah, I actually thought because of the black hair android thing that we got, yeah. I was like, oh, Sarah's taking over. This is Sarah like subtly being like, oh, I'm over, I'm taking over the android. Oh yeah, we had a hair date. Sorry, I forgot. Right. Right. Um, I thought that's what was gonna happen. I was even holding out hope that Sarah was gonna like intense like organoid from Zoids jump into uh, <laughs> jump into the android and be like, sorry, buddy, you ain't staying here any longer, or something like that. Right. Like we didn't get that, unfortunately. But um, I mean, we got a version of it. I yeah. think it straight up took me until we either see the guy, see the guy in his chair, and are yeah. like, oh, that's not that's oh, there's this is connected bad or when she goes no it had to be that one because when she when she goes that little bitch i was like oh, she would never <laughs> yeah, that too, that too. i was like no you don't android don't say that word like no. yeah i was i was shocked but not really but like shocked right paradox bug said he uh he or she um when she forgot forgot about her hair which i think was also when i went i was like for sure that's what happened but i couldn't figure out who had hacked her right. i was like mm. is it an assassin for rio which is sort of what happened yeah. or if it was Sarah because I still don't trust Sarah really it, no okay wait we can get into it later no, yeah, but at I this have, point I have questions I have like I'm literally questioning my own like just, am I only just not questioning like am I just so adamantly not trusting her because that's my instinct is to and I feel like Melosi is just writing this in to like trick me into trusting her uh-huh or should I really trust her? I feel like you are completely justified in not trusting her. Because, like, basically we're setting up that this woman Sorry. is, like, she has no corporeal body. She has nothing to lose, literally. And uh, she, she has the ability to use her imagination to make things, anything she wants. Right. So if you just need to give her, just need to push her a little, a little forward on the power grid, and she's going she's gonna to explode with, like, evil energy. Interesting. Well, that was one of my questions for you guys, was yes. we, we had this, the whole thing with... Uh, fighting the android was utilizing Sarah and Five and their hacking skills. She was very handy in this episode. Yeah. It didn't help you guys trust her anymore. That's actually what I think they're doing. I think they're setting us to trust her so that we are are betrayed. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. That's how I feel too, but at the same time, I've, that could just be me overthinking at 100%. Okay. Another thing is that she's able to create realities, right? And she know, and like, we know that Three, right? Yes, three is can go Boone. visit her. Yeah, yeah, Boone. Great, perfect. Uh, sorry, my numbers are off today. So I, we know that three can go and bone her. Like that's a thing they can physically. <laughs> okay. Listen, he can go boon her. He can go boon her. <laughs> and they can, but here's it. Here's what I'm getting at. They can physically interact. Like yes. that's a real thing. So theoretically, if she wanted to kill him, she probably could. And we don't know what that would do. Would that mean his body disappears completely? Does does she get to jump into it? What's the deal there? So there are a lot of questions about how far her power reaches for me. And I don't think that. I don't know, because she has nothing to lose, right? She's in a corner. She tells us every time we see her how bored she is and how lonely. exhaustingly Not lonely. Bored. Exhaustingly lonely. Okay. Like, well, I mean, she could be bored, too. Lonely. Right. I'm no sure idea. she's bored. I think lonely and bored kind of go hand in hand. Okay. In any case, I think that they're gearing her up to be a misunderstood villain. Like, the villain that you're like, no, Loki, no. Okay. If you're someone we know. Right. Uh, but, but, you, but you see what I'm getting at. I think that she is going to have a fall from grace. Yeah. Because I do trust her right now. I totally do. Okay. But that's why I don't trust her. All right. Because the show wants me to trust her. And I don't know about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've, been, Andrew I've doesn't, been burned before. Andrew doesn't do what anyone <laughs> wants him to do. Uh, I loved one, you guys. <laughs> He's you not a trust her. 
<laughs> Natalie's not a thinker. Andrew's not a truster. Listen, yeah. I'm not a truster. And, Tari, and Tari's not a feeler. So no, we, we, all, we got this covered, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we got we all, all the problems. Complimentary. <laughs> um, Natalie, what do you think? Um, for what exactly? So uh, <laughs> did, it didn't make it didn't help you trust Sarah anymore. I literally I've written, "Do I trust Sarah now?" on my notes. Just <laughs> know. I'm not sure. Um, I've okay. written it down to think about it um, because there was just still. Like, I was like, oh, great, Sarah's helping. But at the same time, just like, just there's something about her that just feels off all the time when she's on screen. And so that's what makes me miss, like, not trust her. Okay. Um, So I want to trust her. I do. But at the same time, there's just like that little, like, 1% where it's like you need to trust your gut. Uh huh. And I have a gut feeling that she's not good. (laughs) Okay. I have a I have the opposite feeling. Mm-hmm. I I like I like the theoretically I like the idea of her becoming evil, but like practically I really like the idea of her more becoming a part of the ship. Um, kind of like we've had in, in there like other shows, they've had like AI that runs a ship and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, I'd like something that like that, or even if they cr- had like a, a drone that flow flew around and it was just like, oh, it's Sarah, like an Outlaw Star thing, right? Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the the only thing about her becoming evil or becoming like misunderstood just to to go into the real world, I feel like it it would be that she'd go into the real world and then she'd be like, I'm bored. I can't create a whole existence here. I'm bored. Um, Here's my counter to that. Real quick. I'll make it real quick. Yeah. So her... Okay, so her being evil is not her being evil. It's her being selfish, which we're all allowed to do at some point, right? But her being selfish is essentially, I want to have a life and not be inside a computer. So what I think it is, is it's her getting together with three. It's okay. her with an opportunity to have a real life. Like, that's what she wanted before she went in the in the, in the stasis thing. Got it. Right? She wanted a life with him. So her evilness is only her being like, hey, you might die if I'm not around, first of all, which is a total thing for him. Like, okay. he's constantly getting into danger, and she's, like, seemingly more and more worried yeah. um, because she has less and less control over what she can affect. So that's what I'm worried about, is that she's going to take, she's at some point going to do the android thing, like the, the robot, the like T, the Terminator thing of being like, oh, humans aren't safe taking care of themselves. They need someone a little smarter to do it for them. Let me, maybe. sorry guys. Maybe. That's, 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 that's Malozzi my only reticence. Natalie. I mean, Malozzi asks what clues? My clue is the fact that then right after that you say poor misunderstood Sarah. That is a clue <laughs> to me. Um, that no, I can't trust. Here's the thing. He I can't that trust her. Everyone. He says that about, yeah. I know. I'm just saying that I can't. She has a secret of some sort, and until I know that secret, um, whether or not it's like a minor one that she thinks is big or a actual major one, like, I'm not going to trust her. Um, and then he says, but who knows what the secret is, dot, 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 question mark. And then, oh, wait, Rio knows. Mm. Yep. Oh, Rio. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, Rio. Mm, yeah. I... Secret, secret, like secret. Like poor misunderstood Mizaki. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, she's real misunderstood. <laughs> totally, just like Rio. Um, just like all yeah. the characters. Um, yeah. We we got a lot of good Rio time. So we there, did. there was we a did. line earlier, either in this episode or in last episode, where Six was like, "I am my best when I'm on this ship," and I yes. feel like it's the same for Six. Yes. I feel like he or not Six. <laughs> uh, Rio. Rio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he is his best when he's on the ship. 
Like, he is more rational, he's more forward-thinking, yeah. and he is more compassionate. We see that in this episode. Yeah. Um, which we learn throughout the course of this dope fight! Dope fight! Melissa said secrets revealed in episode 312. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so close. a lot more We're four episodes away. All right, we're going to talk about that in prediction. Yeah, we will. But right now, let's talk about this fight! Don't hit me. I'm just so excited. Andrew is Punching Natalie right now. He, he got he's so pumped from this fight he yeah. can't control his fists. Yeah, I'm I'm wow. I'm playing Rio and she's too. <laughs> oh, so she she's gonna beat you up? Probably. Yeah. But then I'm gonna give her a look like I ain't scared of you. <laughs> and not say anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, that was a good uh-huh. moment, you guys. That's what he did in the show. Um so do you guys <laughs> yep. feel like through his actions in this episode he's a bit redeemed? Yes. Do you feel like he's a better person? Uh-huh. Okay, hundred percent. So? I don't. Um, oh, I think. No, no you go ahead. Let me just say, I think what you said about him being his best on the ship is absolutely astute, and I think it's not just the ship; it's them. It's this battle is 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 this is a, I felt like the battle was very symbolic of like he is at his best when he's fighting people who are at their best, and two is the best. Like this ship is the best of the best. This is the best people in the galaxy, the most capable people in the galaxy. Would you say it's the best? I think it's the best. Oh. So. <laughs> The bestness of this can't be stressed enough. Uh, and I think that is important for growth because Rio is con- is surrounded now by people who consider him the end-all be-all of perfection or at least treat him like that. Yeah. And so he has nowhere to go, nowhere to grow. Everything he does is so scrutinized because he's the emperor. And it's like, all right, well, do he, something for you. He's sort of surrounded by yes-men. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And the ones who who are like giving him real honest feedback, like our teacher, are, are not... Are not being heard. Are not being understood. Yeah. And I, it's it's tragic because he. Th- it's just that they don't speak to him in a way that he is now capable of like responding to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think the people on the ship are. I right. think that too. That fight was a whole conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt I felt like so much was. And even though they a- actually had a conversation during it, I felt like there was so much said just by the way they fought each other and just by the way that they finished fighting each other. Yeah. I th- yeah. Uh, so Natalie, good. what do you think? Um, I don't know if he's fully redeemed. No. I wouldn't call it redemption in any sort of way, but I definitely agree that he is better when he's with them because they balance him out. They're the yin to his yang or right. all those fun um, sequences. Also, Melosi said that fight sequence took an entire day to shoot, and kudos to stunt coordinator John Stead. Ah, yes. Yeah, oh, so John Stead. It was beautiful. Yeah, can I just say, like, I was t- telling Tori, Tar- Tori, Tori, Tori. I'm, I'm so, I'm so. You're sorry? I'm Are sorry. you sorry? I'm sorry about Tori. Uh, Tari. <laughs> so Tari and I were talking about this before it, but um, in Jackie Chan classic action movies, which I personally feel are kind of the pinnacle of action movies. They kind of, like, figured it out. Um, They talk about, um, in kind of analysis and stuff, they talk about how every shot should be framing the next expectation. And and a very specific example of this is the danger sign. When they finally jumped up to that second level and were fighting along the second level, our camera pans from the left to the right, and as we get to the right, we see this little danger, peligro, like, oh, like, look out, you could fall down, like, sign. And as, as soon as the camera moves into the correct position... Like ten seconds after we're first seeing that sign, that sign is like uh, two is kicked out of it. Mm-hmm. it. It was it was such masterful shooting, such masterful fighting. Like this is why I didn't like Iron Fist. It's because <laughs> there's so, there's so much attention to the way that this was done, and in Iron Fist it's not. So uh, let me just say this show's better than Iron Fist. Well, yes, well, yeah, yeah. I well, guess. I can... unequivocally though, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yes. I know no one was ever had that. In, <laughs> I know no one ever asked <laughs> or was called that into question. But I just think it needs to be stated. Yeah. If anyone ever needs to quote me. Do you know if Iron Fist and is after better Buzz than exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. Exclusive. Dark Matter. Tweet it. Better right. than Iron Fist. <laughs> Tweet that. <laughs> dark Matter. Renew Dark Matter. Better than Iron say. Fist. <laughs> Tweet it right now. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, I, I will say that I think my, that my standout Rio moment from this episode was when he, it was uh, the quietest moment of, of, of the, the episode where he goes into his old quarters yes. and he grabs yeah. the sword, the sword. Oh. Um, and just all the, the look of regret on his face and, and his just pensiveness, uh, was perfect. Perfect. It was perfect. It was so well acted. It was so well, just like composed. Uh, yes, Natalie. I love just said, Natalie is five sisters. It's five sister. Don't tell anyone. Boosh! <laughs> 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 no, I just told everyone. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Um, I actually, that, that was, was the okay. note that I didn't write down about the symbolism. That was that scene was so symbolic of him missing the ship, of him missing the people mm-hmm. who challenge him yeah. and make him better and give him an opportunity to, like, breathe and grow and literally use the swords that, like, make him feel like a champion. Mm-hmm. He's not a champion right now. He's the emperor. Right. Yeah. yeah. He misses it. And I miss him. I do too. <laughs> uh, I, I felt like... Tell me it's real. It's, it's real. <laughs> okay. And I mean, we technically know that, uh, I mean, we are told that the Ishida, the house Ishida falls. Yes. So maybe we'll get him back. Maybe it's Who an knows? intentional fall. Maybe he steps away. Maybe. To be like, Ooh. hey, house Ishida, get off my nuts. Oh or, yes. I mean, he did. Yeah, just that's how he start, talks, right? He uh-huh. did just start a giant fight right. with a pyre, 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 pyre. So that Pierre. could easily be a downfall. That's true. 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 So, um, he's he's still he's unrelenting. Kind of still, yeah, and and also kind of like arrogantly, like going. He's like because he said, "Oh, I'll win." Yeah, like, that's pretty arrogant <laughs> to like go into a huge battle with that thought when you're undermanned. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, guys, do you think that if he put some of the Raza people on his council, it would help nope. him be... Oh. This is the thing. You can't... Re- you literally cannot combine the House of Ishida with the Raza. You need them both to break down. Because the House of Ishida is about tradition. And it's about, you have to listen to us or we'll kill you. It's about, oh, we have an emperor. It's oh, very... Yeah, it's it's like too, it's ve- Yeah, exactly. It sound, they all sound like <laughs> it's very. It's very heavy-handed. And it's very... There's very little room for, for growth or exploration. It's all about profits and margins and like it's about a success in a very like when he's talking to those military people and the military who like, oh, sacrificed the place not a big deal we only got like a couple million people on that planet like it's very like oh, whatever life's cheap which is yeah. true but it's not true in the same way that it's true on the raza right you know what i mean yeah life is cheap but the lives on the raza are important mm-hmm. and each one of those lives is worth 10 million or whatever it is i don't know the going rate of the lives in the rest of the universe. These these people, Adrian and Solaro, join them for like three episodes and become ten, like they level up five times. It's crazy. Uh-huh. They get mm-hmm. so powerful just by being around. I think this crew fosters power and yeah, growth. They and, foster growth. Yes. And honesty and That being love. said, yeah. I think that the crew of the Raza could like lead House Ashida if you completely eliminated all other like 
uh, influences mm-hmm. at the top there. Right. If you did get Mizaki and all in those vacuum. type of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they could, in theory, be the ones that are the only ones talking to him and, like, have a council of some sort. Yeah. Then maybe. But I don't... I think Rio has too much pride mm-hmm. to do that, and so I don't believe it would ever happen. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. Um, so his his whole goal was to get the blink drive, and he, he failed this time, and they had that moment where basically they confirmed that if there's there's no way to reconcile it, this this competition not even a competition this battle between the two of them will ultimately end in one of their deaths right um which i thought was really sad yes i i, I miss rio yes, um but like i get it because both sides are unwilling to move from their position right. let me just throw this out there does it have to be an actual physical death or could it be a death of memories Interesting point. Could it be a reset of Rio's mind? Or, or a reset of everyone's mind. I yeah. mean, Season four. They don't remember anymore. <laughs> uh, that, that feels... There's really? there's certain really, amount of yeah, ethics. Yeah, no, I know. That was, that was just <laughs> throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I got it. I, it's a very solid just, point. And I was just responding that Do we that have to kill him? What if yeah. Sarah um, jumps in Rio's body and then starts dating <laughs> three. Starts three anyway? Oh, that'd be or, hot. It'd be really cute, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, Except for we don't know the history between Sarah and Rio, so yeah, who that's knows? true. That's true. That's There's like a thing. The story. There's yes. a thing there. We yeah. still need to discover. <laughs> that's true. Um, so uh, the last thing we got, basically based on the uh, job we got from the the blink drive, okay, um, is that it pulses out when they're trying to test, and everyone passes out. Um, yes, and that's the last thing that we get in this episode. Right. Yeah. Well, we also got the con- like the confirmation that the colonies took the deal. With Rio. Yes. yes and they're like, yeah, we're definitely going to do that, Rio. No worries. Those we owe you. Yeah. Dum-dums. Well, I mean, we'll see. Who that's the only knows? thing. That's the only thing. They're, they're so disposable. If Six had made that deal, it would be different. But it's not. It's a bunch of... it's that's true. It's bald guy. And I don't want but bald also, guy to go. Did we talk about bald guy's moment? Um, you, I think you... Okay. I talked about not, it outside. Yes. Just really quick. When bald guy grabs that sword, he makes such a meal out of just tr- testing the sword and feeling the sword. It's like a solid 15 seconds of just... Whoosh, yeah! you're like, oh my god, he's going to be so badass in a minute. Yeah, I really and then he, he never really is. Well. That's, I'm really worried now. Well, I guess he dropped the sword. But now I was really worried before I had that thought uh-huh. that he was going to die in a subsequent episode because he was going to be like, doop-a-doop-a-doo, I'm having a meeting with Rio. And Rio would be like, where'd you get my goddamn sword? Get over here! And then just kill him. Yeah, out of, right, you know. of course. Because that's classic Rio. If he's on Zyron. <laughs> classic Zyron Rio. Zyron Rio. Zyrio. Anyway, um... <laughs> Before we jump to <laughs> okay. predictions, we we have a special video. I, I yes. mentioned it at the beginning of the show that um, our we, our normal host Yell uh, she is out at Comic Con the whole weekend. She's been doing interviews uh, and she had some time to talk with the cr- the crew of the Raza, and they had a little uh, thing for you guys. So check it out. Hi, this is Melissa O'Neill coming at you from San Diego Comic Con. Thank you so much for all your support. We love you guys. After Buzz, After Show. Hi, thank you to the fans. We love After Buzz. Thank you, Dark Matter fans, for tuning in every week, and we absolutely love After Buzz. Hey, guys, thank you so much for watching Dark Matter. We love the After Buzz show. She's like, I watch it a fair amount, actually. Mm. So you just know that (laughs) whatever you guys say... <laughs> That's where it has yep. to end. Like, whatever you guys whatever say. Whatever you say. <laughs> Leaving it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
That's, uh, that's, that's the great. warning. That's even more uh, intimidating than anything. Was, <laughs> Whatever no, you say, what's it gonna do to me? Oh, no. Which wait brings us back to the uh, the show a little bit because they had that whole moment where um, Rio, or I mean, Five was like, I think he's talking bull or something, oh, yeah. and it and cuts to yeah, says, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was clever and fun and just like a great little moment. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. <laughs> kind of like what just happened here. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so now. We will jump to predictions. And now, your after buzz TV. Yeah, that was a nice harmony. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh. Hi, Fives and Harmony, our new band. Heck yeah. Um, so we have so many things uh, to predict about. Yes. In the in the predictions for next, or not the predictions, but the preview for next episode, we see that essentially it looks like they're thrown back in time, and the only civilization that is there is current Earth. And so they go to live in a suburban neighborhood while they fix things. Is it 1950s or what? Like, because I watch the show without getting any of the afters. Like, yeah, oh, I was just it. gonna say that I like oh, you when you watch it on the... the app, like the, the yeah, you don't app, get the preview. Okay, the well, it looks like our modern times. Yeah. So Ooh. like, oh, about so nowish. Fun. Yeah, oh. so you could it, depending on where you go, you can run into the Raza crew. They're just they're still gonna go to like stuff. a 50s diner though. Wait, guys, can I like so I could walk down the street right now and run into? I them mean, probably. Yeah. That would be so. They're cool. actually at San Diego, though. They're at San Diego Comic Con. It's super weird. Yeah. And the people are so, like, "Are you the Dark Matter people?" Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. They're like, "We are the crew of the Rosin." They're like, "Yeah, you're yeah, the crew yeah, of the Rosin." Yeah, there are so that, many yeah. San Diego Comic Con fans. The crew of the Rosin. <laughs> um, this is a good episode, Joe. <laughs> Joseph Mosley. Um, it's very perfectly timed. Um, yes. Ooh, Joseph Mosley says next episode equals Back to the Future meets Stranger Things. Into it. I'm uh, so in. <laughs> I need it. Um, play D and D in the past. <laughs> so we have that. Uh, also, we have uh, Malozzi mentioning that the secret is revealed in a, the basically the last or second to last episode of the season. So you can let us know what you think that is. Yes. yes. Let us um, so what tell you guys, us your thoughts. So what do you guys think? Uh, what are your predictions for the next episode or the remainder of the season? Silence. After you, oh, I have you I have a lot first. of thoughts. You go you go first, and I'll jump in them. if I have opinions. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, I worry for all the characters I care about, especially oh. the characters oh, with less like with no names, like bald guy. Yeah, I'm really worried <laughs> for them. I, I'm very curious as to see like if if guy who is now trapped in like uh, black space is ever going to come back from that, or oh, if there's yeah. any capability of him coming back from that, and what's happening to his body. Meanwhile, is he in a coma? Is he just straight up like dead? It seems I like so he's in a coma. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine, but I'm still very curious. Like, well, like, I don't know. Anyway, I want to know about he's that in stuff. A sunken place. I need. Yes. Oh no! I need return of the the black tentacle monster. Okay. Because we ha- it's been a long time since we've had any like magic magic. We're getting a lot of like I guess the time machine was a little bit magical. Yeah. We're getting a lot of uh, really rad sciencey stuff. I need that werewolf. Still waiting for my werewolf. Okay. Um. <laughs> And um, I just, I want to... It's like a wish list. Yeah. It's a wish list. These are predictions. They're just a wish list. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, and I also wish for... <laughs> and I also wish for another... I want a Ryo f- sword fight sequence between him and Masaki. Um, because I think that they're both, like, the most, you know, ready for that battle to happen. Yeah. And also probably really sword talented. Mm-hmm. He's very sword talented. I know. I want to see more of her sword talent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm looking forward to. And that's... My opinion. Dope. Malozzi, that was a wish list. I hope you were taking it all down. Right. Yeah. Writing everything down. <gasps> Tentacle monster. He can rewind. 
Yeah, you can, you can write. That's uh, true. Just go back and rewatch this a few times. Yeah. I, I, I watch the old seasons anytime I get like, come on, where's uh, one? Uh, what about you, Natalie? You got anything? Um, or I the... mean, yeah, I'm worried about my faves, <laughs> which I'm not allowed to say who my faves are, apparently. Besides yeah. Bald Guy, yeah, yeah. who's the best. Yeah, I hear his name yeah. is just Baldy. Baldy. Baldy, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, uh, it's easy to remember. Good. I'm stoked for this in the past episode. Yeah. I hope, I mean, I feel like that'll kind of establish how this world has been built. So I'm assuming they're going back to Earth, right? Yes. So I'm thinking it'll probably help us figure out exactly how we got to this point where we have spaceships and all these other really cool things. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And or, and or, they're once again in some weird mind dream, like, co-dream thing. Uh, Ah. And they're being controlled in some form. Mm. Okay. Or hope, manipulated in some yeah. form. Oh I hope gosh. it's actually the past. Me because too. the name of the episode next week is Isn't That a Paradox? So it could oh. be actual time oh. travel. You had a thought. I had a crazy thought. What if Sarah is able to make a whole reality if she matrixes everyone? Uh, okay. That's as much that's as far as I got, but got oh it. man, did that explode in my brain a minute okay. ago. Yeah, like she's the one who's built this nineteen fifties world yeah. or whatever. What if it they is. Don't, they, yeah. I think it's twenty seventeen. What actually. if she solves all the problems <laughs> yeah. in the universe but only in this matrix for them so that she can control them ah. because she's selfish and she just wants three to or, not die. Or, or. She's so selfish. She just wants three to not die, which is not that selfish, but it's selfish enough to be scary as a robot. Okay. Got or, it. or or she's just trying to repair their minds. Right. Because they got oh. destroyed by the EMP. Oh. Got it. Um, and maybe she is really good. And that's all I'll say for that. Good but okay. also, Melosi yeah. says next episode is the perfect episode to introduce your non-sci-fi watching friends to the show. Oh, so interesting. sounds like a good way to get people to renew it. Yeah. Ooh, Let's have a party. Yes. Let's have oh, yeah. a watching party. That would be dope. I'm kind of, I'm super down. All right. All right. Start planning it. And we'll live tweet it. Boom. Yeah. Live tweeting this Friday. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we'll live tweet it from our Twitters, which you can follow us at, uh, I'm wrapping up the show, guys. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, Thanks for joining us here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe Please. to make sure that we hit the top of the charts so that everyone knows about Dark Matter so we can get a renewal on Dark Matter because we love the show we do. and we love talking about it and we love doing this every week, Sundays at 4 o'clock Pacific Daytime Time. Uh, and in between the, the weeks, in between the episodes, make sure to catch up with us on our social medias. Natalie, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at, at Natalie Dyer. N-A-T-A-L-E-E-D-Y-E-R on Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr and all those fun social medias. Dope. I'll and try and tweet more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andrew Mena. You can find me on Twitter at, at Andrew Mena, on Instagram at the Andrew Mena. And if you like D&D podcasts, maybe check that out. We post every Saturday. Natalie and I are on the podcast and it's called Welcome to the Dungeon Hole, available on iTunes and SoundCloud at Dungeon Hole on Twitter. Awesome. I have a lot to plug. So, yeah. Uh, you can find me at Tari J. It's T-O-R-I-J-A-Y. That's on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me and my friend uh, Lex Michael on our new podcast called Missing Out. We discuss different media that we've missed out on throughout the course of our lives, and we do a retrospective and also uh, kind of a uh, tracing of the timeline of the movie or music or things of that sort, so check it out. We're releasing our second episode. It is Night of the Living Dead on iTunes. You can also find the wonderful Anders Lives shirts on OTTs. Yes, Yes. it is on Redbubble. Redbubble.com slash people slash OTTs. It's OTTs, your OTP. Thanks for joining us once again. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.
From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hot chocolate. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.